0: wrestling Ric Flair and here is the world heavyweight champion. You know girls, why don't you give it to them one more time? That's who's standing here today. The world heavyweight champion. Only one. And you're looking. Oh girls I can't stand it. Now I gotta talk. We all gotta be quiet. Now, a call Koloff we've only just begun. That's the end of it. Dusty Rhodes, don't ever make a mistake. of sticking your nose in my business. If I'm down and out, I'll get up and take care of myself. So Dusty Rhodes, remember, when you walk out here woo, talking Ric Flair, yeah. don't think you can walk in that ring and give me a hand or try to help me out. And ease the tension in our relationship. Philadelphia, whoo! I'm gonna tear it up. Pensacola, Florida, when I get to town, we're gonna to treat all you women woo, the way women ought to be treated. Because the NWA and some real men are gonna take that civic center apart and then we're all gonna be over a rodeo woo, driving the women wild. Miami Beach, get ready. Woo. We are sure and we're doing it better. Than anybody else alive? Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the (laughs) Rolex-wearing diamond ring-wearing Kids stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living in right jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo. Uh, there's only one, Jim Crockett. When you brought me here 10 years ago, you knew that I was going to be the biggest star of them all. It cost a lot of money to bring. The real world champion on location. Because you see, when you got the Anderson's, you know, we're family. Only in Arnie and Ricky. we do doing better than everybody else. Don't wrap me up. The national tag team champions, the world tag team champions, Ric Flair, the world champion, Dusty Rhodes, the world TV champion, the national wrestling alliance. Oh, we would just better everybody else alive. One question. Girls all around the world, keep asking me the same question, <laughs> they all want to know, they all want to know, and my cousin Arnie's the one that put this across, they all want to know whew, what's causing all this. You know what it is? Intensified beef products, you're talking about all men, Rick Flair. No word. Woo. All right, Woo. one more time, girl. Flip, rip, Woo! Oh, man, I'm on fire today. Hope is the living, Coca Cola is the sponsor. I run up with your poop. Oh, is a monster, yeah, they like me like that, every girl I see wanna be white be like that, I'm the king of summer, no, uh, king of the summer, come be my Kardashian, queen of the summer, to be loved, Shakespearean, experience, to be us, jumping off boats, hopping off another coat, every six months I think I need a new bucket list, yeah, I think I might be the hero, my way too much, y'all should share them. I'm feeling like a baron, all I need is a castle Be my helleberry, all you need is a castle. All I need is heaven, I don't want that God bless hey. the in and hold hey. his own hey. My instincts guide me through this curse flow culture Good angel, bad angel sitting on both shoulders One be trying to gas me, manipulate me, tip me, make me have no soul So I like to take a tally all in favor of the days when the paper wasn't major But love was abundant before the God got the Godson upon the stomach Look, these niggas know it was a feeling I would get from music That they would come with hate, start with age. cause the H come after a G They won't say it face to face
1: What up, though? your boy IO. First day of summer, June 21st. DJ Jazzy Jeff in the Fresh Prince. Summer, summer time. Man, looking at these playoffs, man, it's uh, what can I say? I mean, Kevin Durant put on a virtuoso performance. LeBron often says he's chasing a ghost. That ghost is the heir apparent, Air Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Because what Michael Jordan did was hard. He averaged 33.5 points for his playoff career, shot basically 49% from the field in his playoff career, which is the same average he shot in the regular season. He's a career 50% shooter if you round up to the nearest 10th. Two 3-peats from 1990 to 93. Led the led the league in scoring, was first team defensive player, averaged roughly 80 plus games a year, no load management. There wasn't a lot of rest between games, more back-to-backs. There was a center clog in the lane. Hand check was allowed. Yeah, the game is a little deeper in talent, yes. But I don't know if the game is that much better. The offenses are a little bit more sophisticated because players can score at a high skill level now. But the cerebralness I don't know because of players who have more skill now it's not a thinking man's game as much and you can see in the playoffs uh you know when I'm watching these adjustments with uh these teams that play that's why chris Paul is so phenomenal my m v p my boy beef he 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 goes back and forth with me and he makes a good case um there's a wide there was a number of players that have a who you could put ahead of uh, Chris Paul, but in my opinion, from my criteria, is CP3. Um, Kevin Durant, I mean, you know, what can you say? Those performances he put on in Game 5 and Game 6, I mean, that's some of the best individual skill basketball I've ever seen. And when I watch him do this at 7 foot, it's just amazing. His handle, where he can score... I, I see a guy that watched a lot of Kobe and a lot of Michael Jordan tapes. I mean, he could score from anywhere. That turnaround step back, just a hairline short from send to Milwaukee home. That was a phenomenal shot. He didn't have anything left in that second overtime. And with the last remaining seconds, he threw the ball to Hart And like, I ain't got it. He was out of gas. And you can see he came up short and holidays a hell of a Hell of a defender, but it's hard trying to chase Michael Jordan. That's why these guys stack the deck. Let, that, let me be clear. This is why young guys to all you old heads who say Michael Jordan and Kobe, you know, they ain't never switched teams. Why put your career on the line for an incompetent GM or a GM who can't get you what you need? I mean, we got to kind of be fluid. Yes, Kobe stayed there. He stayed. He was with, he had Dr. Bus. LeBron had Dan Gilbert, a great businessman, but it's Cleveland. No knock against Cleveland. Cleveland's a great city, great folks. But I'm just talking about the ambiance. It's not Miami. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. And it's not Cali or Texas. So, you know, it's hard to sell the players. To come to Cleveland. You got to be. You got to be a a different type of guy. To want to go to Detroit, Cleveland or Milwaukee. And they're great cities. But it's just not Miami. It's not. I mean Atlanta is a great town. Atlanta can't attract that type of talent. So LeBron. He goes down to Miami. He takes his talents down there. Took a lot of crap for it. They burned his jerseys hey, when G Hill left us in Detroit, we was like, we get it. Go to Orlando. (laughs) We understood. We was disappointed when Ben Wallace went to Chicago to get his money. Yeah, we was salty. But we got it. Get your money. That's one thing about people in Michigan. We understand about chasing that bag. We get it. But when LeBron left, he just couldn't get anybody to come to Cleveland. He tried. All my peers, all my young OGs, all the old heads. Hey, this ain't Magic Johnson. Didn't have to leave. Larry Bird didn't have to leave. Charles switched up. He left Philly and went to Phoenix. I don't blame him. He gave Philly everything he could. Phoenix was a great move, but he ran into a ghost. Charles, his name was MJ. Michael Jordan. It's hard. So that's why guys in their professional careers try to go to the best firm, the best hospital, the best mortgage company, the best insurance company, the best sales teams. You wanna go work at Cadillac if you're gonna be a car salesman or a GM. You wanna go work for Lexus. I was in Vegas and Caesars Palace and. A few years ago when I went to the Floyd uh, Cotto fight. I didn't go to the actual fight, but I was there for the fight weekend. And I went into the Hublot store. That's around the time when Jay-Z was um, watched the throne talking about Hublos And I seen it. And You know, I'm a watch guy. And I went into Caesar's Palace, all the exotic stores, and um, went in there a little naively. And I said, Yo, had a lot of dope uh, watches, dope pieces. I said, um, how much is this watch right here? Person told me, the salesman told me 30 grand. (laughs) I thought he was going to say a thousand, five thousand, maybe 15. I was like, whoa. I said, how many of these do you sell a week? He says about 10. Yeah, you want to work for Hoogla. That commission check is nice. Right? Yeah, you can sell watches at a regular watch store at Macy's or Nordstrom's, but you want to be the man, you go to Hublot and sell a watch. Yeah. So, you know, my point in saying all that is LeBron had to go to Miami because he was chasing the ghosts. It's hard to be great, to be elite it's hard all you young guys born after 2000 mj is the goat i'm sorry hate to hurt your feelings lebron is the lebron is great magic is great kareem is great bill russell is awesome kobe is fantastic these guys are all great With the exception of Russell, Jordan was chasing magic. That's why he has six. That's why he retired, even though prematurely because of his owner, but he he wanted to catch magic. He caught his ghost. Kareem, what is Kareem? Kareem got five? Kareem has five. Kareem might have six. He won one in Milwaukee, and he won five with the Lakers. Yeah, he's got six. MJ was chasing those guys. He was was chasing rings, not all-time scoring records. He would have smashed had Jerry Krause not dropped the ball. He would have smashed that. LeBron probably still would have caught him. But nevertheless, MJ's the GOAT. Now, you all can have your personal preface, but let me tell you, it's hard. Kobe tried, won three with Shaq in four years, went to four straight finals. Then went to three straight finals, winning two out of three. Body broke down. It's hard. LeBron goes to Miami, plays for Pat Riley, Spolstra, a great organization, a great owner, a great city, the limelight, Miami Vice, South Beach, downtown Miami, you know, for them gangsters, Fort Lauderdale, the Key West. You know, two out of four titles in four years. It's hard because you got to go against other great people like Greg Popovich and the great San Antonio Spurs. Tim Duncan, the greatest power forward of all time. Pop, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Red Arrowback, Phil Jackson, Popovich, that is the list. It's hard. And even Tim Duncan only got five. Well, not only, he got five. It's hard. So, when you're chasing the ghosts, you're gonna go play for the firm. You're gonna go to Silicon Valley. You're gonna go to LA. You're gonna go to Houston. You're gonna go to Dallas. You're gonna go to Austin. You're gonna go to Miami, Atlanta, North Carolina. Chicago, Wall Street of New York, Philly, DC, T. Toronto, London, you're going to go to the best places, Japan, Singapore, you're going to go or be where you can be where the best of the best is at in our own careers. So how do we fought KD and LeBron? They supposed to put their legacy in the hands of an owner? Don't get it twisted, Sam Presti and OKC was amazing. He drafted Harden, KD, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and Ibaka. And yes, Reggie Jackson, he, he drafted him as well. And KD knows how hard it is. He's up 3-1 against Golden State. And he couldn't bring it home. We can say we, what we want to say about Russell Westbrook's acumen as a cerebral point guard in the last six minutes of the game, but you can't say to me, Russell Westbrook is not enough. You had three shots to win one game, he couldn't do it. No excuses. LeBron had one of the best teams of all time in Miami. Top 15 team of all time in the history of the NBA. And the top team in the last 10 years is Golden State and Miami. And he couldn't get it done, couldn't beat Dallas. The the, the moment was too big for him when he got there the second time. He got in his own head. This happened to me. There's no knock against him. See, none of y'all have ever tried to do nothing great. If you try to say "Oh, LeBron choke, they used to call Magic Johnson tragic Johnson. Larry Bird had a, a a conference finals where he only scored eight points. Isaiah threw the ball away when we were about to win the game and threw it to, Mad, uh, to Larry Bird, to Dennis, Jen- Dennis Johnson, excuse me, DJ, the late great DJ out of uh, the Compton area. And cost us that series. It's hard. You have to concentrate. And you can't have mental lapse. Being great is hard. And you got to chase a ghost. Michael Jordan is not real. He's different. So KD stacks the deck. Hard doesn't come into the season in shape in Houston, forces itself out. You start creating karma for yourself. Kyrie didn't set a great precedent in Boston. We could say we want about the city of Boston, but it's a great city. Yeah, you're gonna deal with social and racial injustices everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But you were paid millions of dollars to play basketball. Be a professional. Love Kyrie, one of my favorite players of all time. Goes to Brooklyn. Has mental health issues, shit happens. I'm not knocking that, get your mind right. We don't make fun of that here on this this forum. Yeah, Kyrie a little quirky, we all are. You know, everybody wanna talk about being woke and you see somebody who's woke, that's Kyrie, super woke. It's funny now, right? And then Kyrie, he's in and out. For whatever reason, legitimate or not. KD's battling back from a horrific Achilles injuries with a hamstring himself. It's hard. So KD does everything within his willpower to try to win that game. He Wields them to a game six. Didn't have enough. And that and was a virtuoso performance. Virtuoso. And just couldn't get it done. It happens. He was a hair short from sending Milwaukee home. It's hard. It's very hard to chase a ghost. So yes, these guys are going to go to different teams. These guys are going to link up because they're trying to chase the goat or the ghost. I'm looking through my group chat with my partners. I got some notes in here. KD, you got to feel bad for him. You got to feel bad for him because he couldn't get his guys to make any shots. He couldn't get none of his players to hit shots. He was out there by himself. He did everything. So all the LeBron fans saying, see, he's not, see how hard it was for LeBron. See, he couldn't do it by himself. His guys were hurt. Just like when LeBron's guys were hurt when um, Kyrie, ironically, and Kevin Love got hurt. It's hard. Just like when KD got hurt going against the Raptors. It's hard. Kawhi Kawhi had a chance to go be a Pantheon player last year in the bubble. Win three titles in about a seven-year period with three different teams. Couldn't do it. It's hard. Kawhi, the, uh, Kawhi, the, the, the gates of heaven opened up for him once LeBron was out. And he got hurt. They would be the favorite to probably to win the title. It's hard. I got a partner of mine. He was working at a said bank. One of the top banks. You think he's working at this top bank. Being one of the top salesmen on his team. That he would be happy. But he didn't feel like he was insulated with the infrastructure that he needed to go to the next level. They got him to a level to be a, an elite sales rep, but he couldn't get to that next step to be a great sales rep. Now he's at another company. And all he has to do is sell the deal, set it up and he passes it off. He doesn't touch it. So now he can just focus on the art of selling the deal. He doesn't have to process it. He doesn't have to follow up. He doesn't have to do all this ancillary stuff. Now he's great. And he, he could have stayed at the company he was at. It was a great company. Anybody would tell you, oh, why would you leave there? What well, you know, sometimes you got to leave Cleveland. Sometimes you got to leave OKC. but in in our profession is as whatever we in foreman, plumbing, carpeting, professional white collar workers, factory workers, managers, sales guys, whatever you do, lawyer, doctor, nurse, You're going to go to the best place that's going to pay you the most, give you a great work-life balance. And if you can look at a beach, that's awesome. If you can't, that's all right. Can't have everything. You want a place that's going to set you up where you can just focus on doing the best job you can. I did it. I left my job. Took my talents to California. But I don't have to chase a ghost. I'm chasing, I'm challenging myself. It's hard. All you old school guys, old heads. LeBron had to join super teams. Let me tell you, he better, he goddamn had to. He certainly did. I think he should have stayed in Miami, but who am I? This is his life. He can do what he wants. He's got four titles. He's going to be the all time scoring leader if he can stay upright. He's a Pantheon player. KD. KD probably should have four titles. The one this year, and possibly if he didn't get hurt, the one in Golden State. But it's hard. It's very hard to chase a ghost. That's why these guys jump around. They want to. They, they're chasing MJ. Look at Kobe. He stayed with one team. It's hard. Four straight titles. Won three out of four. Lost to my '04 4 Pistons. Three straight titles. Lost to Boston one year. Came back. Beat Orlando. Came back and beat Boston a couple of years later. Didn't sniff the finals after that. It's hard. His body broke down. Trying to get to that six. Mike, his, his His bar was five. It was magic. He knew Kareem had six. He could have shattered Kareem's scoring title, but he was all about championships. It's hard. I'm not a lebron apologist, but I'm not a LeBron excuse maker neither. He's one of the GOATs. He's a top five player. Some people got them one, some people got them two. I probably got them third or fourth best all time. That's just me because I know how hard it is. And I'm not gonna just spit on Kareem and Kobe and magic. It's hard when you're chasing these ghosts or the goat called Michael Jordan. Michael just basically averaged 33 and points his whole playoff career on 49% shooting. I think it was 48-7. So rounded up to 49 to the nearest 10th is 50. 50%. Shooting about 82% from the free throw line. Playing on both sides of the court, MVP in six finals five-time league MVP, six-time finals MVP. He won the all-star MVP, the NBA finals MVP, and the league MVP in the same year, his final year with the Bulls. It's hard. I know you young heads like, oh, y'all, let me tell y'all something. I'm still in my prime. It's still my era. Don't you disrespect your OGs like that, the gods like this. We still, we sing, we just sing more than you. And one day you're gonna be in our position telling some young knucklehead that Giannis Antetokounmpo ain't the GOAT, it's LeBron. Or whoever that next guy may be. And Giannis is great. He is. He's not MJ. He's not KD. He may be. He ain't there yet. He ain't LeBron. LeBron put too much work in there. E40 said old school trophy. You don't want to lose that. Just don't give that up. People got to earn it. Y'all don't want nobody to earn nothing no more. Y'all just want to give it. It's hard. This is why these guys... Join super teams, it's hard. They're chasing a goat or the ghost. Like from power, he doesn't exist. Bill Russell has 11, but that was before modern basketball started. Modern basketball started about when Magic and Bird started playing. The 70s had phenomenal basketball. They Just gangs were tape-delayed. The 60s had some great players. I mean, the league has always been good. good. It's been evolving. Player, there's a, Talent is deeper. I don't know if the IQ is there, though, because the teams in the 80s, most of the 90s, in the mid to late 2000s, and obviously you had the, the Shaq, Kobe Lakers, it was a lot of IQ involved, a lot of schemes, a lot of offensive uh, identity. Guys don't play with that. You don't see that anymore. You just see my turn, your turn, my turn. They run some sought sets off one-on-one plays. That's why Chris Paul is my MVP. I mean, I know there's other guys who, um, and shout out to my boy Beef, you know, he, he's he got, you know, he, he sent me a list and I can't argue with it. You know, he had a CP3-7, I I understand. I mean, we're picking hairs, but, you know, for me, CP3, based on my criteria, is the MVP, you know. Because of what he brings to a basketball team. And he doesn't have any titles. He hasn't sniffed the finals. Until this year, and he's hurt now. He has COVID. It's hard. So, all you young cats born after two thousand or ninety eight or whenever, understand. Michael Jordan had to go through the bad boy Pistons for three grueling years. He he created Scottie Pippen in his lab. Go do your homework. Scottie Pippen wasn't nothing when he came here. He wasn't he was a prodigy, but he was raw. Michael Jordan created Scotty. And so all his. Michael Jordan wins no titles without Pippen. So it goes both ways. But MJ created Pippen. Three titles in a row twice. Six and oh. So y'all remember that. When y'all saying MJ played with a bunch of plumbers. You go ahead and disrespect Devin Booker. You go ahead and you just disrespected LeBron and Westbrook and Kawhi and D-Wade, Ray Allen, Kobe, KD, Kyrie, all these guys, AI, who patterned their game after MJ. He's the reason why the game looks like it does now. LeBron wears twenty-three. Now he's going back to six, which is Dr. J's number. Remember, he wears twenty-three. You gotta understand this is hard. This is not easy. So stop disrespecting these young players by saying they're joining a super team. And stop disrespecting the guys that came before these guys. Because one day you're going to be us trying to defend your era. But your era, there is no era for you. Whatever you, wh- whatever you see with your eyes is your era. So don't be married to nothing. And you protect, M- you protect LeBron at all costs. Because just like you coming for NJ, it's going to be some young cats coming for LeBron. And then you're going to be like, oh, Jordan is the GOAT. Then it's going to hit you. It doesn't mean LeBron's not great. It don't mean KD's not great. But there were other guys. Magic, Kareem, Russell, Jerry West, Wilt, Kobe, Magic, Worthy, Isaiah. There's guys that didn't win titles. Barkley, him alone. It's guys like Tim Duncan, greatest power forward of all time. These guys, the exception of Kareem and Russell, didn't get six titles in the modern NBA. Kareem did, but he got that on the mostly on the back of Magic. He he was a, a key contributor. It's hard. So when guys, you old heads, start criticizing guys for joining super teams, remember they're chasing the ghost, the goat, MJ. let me do my playoff predictions here and just a little NBA uh, bounce back. Um, So, Philly Atlanta, my my barber, Sam, he called this one. He said Atlanta was going to beat Philly. I kind of clowned him a little bit. But I didn't know Embiid was going to be hurt. I do think that didn't help. And I didn't know Ben Simmons was going to just disappear like that. Um, Philly's got to make some changes because Doc Rivers was just kind of handicapped. And I know we can call out Doc Rivers' playoff collapses, but he don't play these games. The Clippers were flawed. Orlando, he, Doc Rivers is a coach that can make a team play better than what they really are. So I think that's kind of indicative of the collapses. But at the same time, your record is what your record is. So, you know, we don't want to argue around that. But there is context to things. And like he said, I don't know if Ben Simmons can play to play out the, the point guard for, for this Philly team. He creates a spacing problem. I mean, he literally, and I feel bad for the guy. And this is why you got to trade Ben Simmons. And I know he's a clutch guy and there's some politics in it. You know, I say clutch Chris Paul LeBron guy. He literally got aggressive. The fans were hyper. Back down his guy at a pivotal point in the game. Had a dead-end dunk that would have changed the momentum and possibly got him an and one. Because he wasn't going to stop that dunk. And he passed it. Game over. Embiid was right. Game over. Oh boy goes to the line. He misses two. he he goes one for two. But let's salute Atlanta. Um, I live here in Atlanta uh, for the time being. And uh, I got to give him Herder, Bavon, uh, what is it? B- Badanovich, I'm trying to say his name. Um, I mean, it just, Clint Capella, he did a good job of, uh, you know, Catching the Lobs, John Collins, Lou Williams, um, Gallinari, Kevin Hooter, um, and then, of course, Ice Troy. I mean, you got to salute this Atlanta team. I I picked the Knicks against them in seven, and um, I have to be honest with you. I knew Atlanta was good. I knew they had talent. I didn't see him enough because I was living in New York during the pandemic, so I didn't get a chance to catch a lot of their games. But the games I did see, there was a little inconsistency. But let me salute Nate McMillan because the black coaches, and Nick Wright said this, and I agree with a lot of things Nick Wright says. He cats for LeBron, but that's his guy. That's cool. Um, And LeBron's a GOAT. He's the man, but... The black coaches oftentimes are get called great motivators. They never, Brad Stevens is like, he's a great X's and O's guy. Steve Kerr is a great X's and O's guy. Ty Lue, Nate McMillan. Those guys don't get their credit. Now, Ty Lue, he has fault because I think sometimes he takes too long to make his adjustments, but he makes them. You know, eventually that's going to catch up to him. Um and then why is the the Philly the Phoenix coach escaped me? And the Phoenix coach as well is a great coach. And I wanna give a shout out to James Jones. That's another one of LeBron's guys from Miami. Um, for you guys is you know, so you know how smart that Miami team was. Um Executive of the Year, um, uh, you know, I like to salute black excellence. I salute American excellence. I don't make it about color, Um, but anytime I get to highlight black excellence, I'm gonna always do that. And anytime anyone does anything excellent, I'm gonna do that. But with that being said, it's just uh, you gotta look at the Hawks and Trey Young played a phenomenal floor game uh our guys over there at the ringer, Bill Simmons. We cannot clown that trade anymore with Luca. We can reevaluate it every year, but right now, Atlanta won that trade. For now. And Luca's gonna be all-timer if he can stay upright and healthy in shape and you know, get him a couple of chips. But Atlanta's got a chance. It's wide open. They have great shooters. Um they have a great team. They have a great coach. They're playing well, and I, I'll make my apologies to the Hawks. Um, and my Sam, my man Sam, my Barbara out there in Atlanta by the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, you know we. You know he was right. He called us. I make sure I let him know on Wednesday. He called it, um, and so Milwaukee. Um, they, they got it done. I, I think, uh, it, you know, being healthy is part of the playoffs, you know, and as far back as I can remember, you know, Magic and Byron Scott were hurt during the 89 finals against my Detroit Pistons. and people say, well, Magic and Byron Scott were hurt. That's why they won. Well, that's part of it. You have to be upright and healthy. That's part of winning a title is being healthy. If you get hurt, that means you couldn't get to the finish line to get the title. Now we get to say that revisionist history, but the fact remains they weren't healthy. That's part of it. You have to finish it. My Pistons—they weren't necessarily old, but when they lost to the Bulls, it just was. They've been too through too many wars. They got to the conference finals. They were four games from the finals. It just wasn't their time. Yes, the attrition adds to you losing. That's part of it. That's the way to wash away the old and make new for the young. You have to be healthy. LeBron, oh boy, well, if he did get hurt, it was a freak injury. Luck plays into it. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. But if you can be good and get luck, that's ba- that that's that's what you're hoping you can get. But you'll take it either way, whatever comes first. So, yeah, I mean, if Kyrie or Harden was healthy, there's a good chance Milwaukee may have lost this series. But we'll never know. If KD didn't get hurt against uh, against Toronto, Golden State probably wins that. But guess what? We'll never know. So it is what it is. So salute to Milwaukee. Giannis, I mean, he's got a lot of holes in his game. But one thing I'll give him credit for, unlike ben simmons and what i'll give trey young credit for is that these guys they attack and they're not scared in the moment and it's tough to be in those positions and not be scared for it i've been in those positions and i didn't deliver every time but most of the time i did and you cannot you have to want it you have to will yourself through those moments of you know, quirks or weaknesses in your game. You got to play through it. You know, Isaiah and Jordan and LeBron and Kobe, you know, they just, they had a will. They had a killer AI. They had a killer. Like they were going to leave it on the court. You just got to leave it on the court. And Giannis did that. He left it on the court and KD left it on the court. Now this Milwaukee Atlanta series, let me make my predictions. And, uh, I'll say this. It's hard to get these series right. Um, it's, it's really hard because, the, you know, the matchups don't play themselves out as well as they did in the, play, in the regular season sometimes. And sometimes you just, the adjustments play into it, injuries. But with that said, Milwaukee is favorite to win the title. And uh, they're once they're eight to five odd a favorite looks like to win their first title since 1971. Um, the Phoenix Suns they have eleven to five odd. The Clippers have a nine and two odds, and the Hawks have a twenty-seven to one odds. I mean, you put put some money on that. You know, you're probably not going to win that bet, but if you do, you know, I think the Clippers is the best bet on the board, not saying they'll win it because you don't know the status of Kawhi, but if I had to put my money there, that's where I would put it. It's plus 450. Milwaukee is the favorite, and with that prediction, we got to call this out, um, without doing any research to see how the series played out during the regular season with the COVID, it was hard to watch a lot of basketball sometimes. Uh, I'm not going to do this to the Hawks again. I'm just not. I'm going to give the Hawks their credit. They're a very good team. They're a year ahead of where I thought they would be. And uh, I'm going to give Milwaukee this series, Atlanta to my Atlanta folks. But in seven, I'm gonna do this in seven, and I will probably be wrong on this, but I'm not disrespecting Atlanta anymore. They got too many shooters. Hopefully, all their guys can come back healthy. I know they got some injuries. Um, Milwaukee has an, a hell of a matchup with uh, with Giannis. There's, I don't think it's really anyone on Atlanta can guard him. Milwaukee should win this in six, but I'm gonna go ahead and say seven because even though Drew Holiday is a hell of a defender and I know he can play. And that's where I would look out in this matchup is how well does Drew Holiday contain Trey? But I think Trey has grown up. I think Holiday will have some success at times. Um, If Milwaukee wants to get this over and sit under six, they're gonna have to utilize putting Trey in switches where they get him in the post and see if they can get him in foul trouble. Um, A lot of teams don't do that anymore. They let these guys off the hook. And you got a smaller guy out there, you gotta put him in the in the house. You gotta put a mouse in the house. But with that said, Nate McMillan, I think he's a great coach. I think he I think this is gonna go six or seven, but I'm still not picking Atlanta, but I'm gonna pick Atlanta to lose in seven to Milwaukee. Will Milwaukee going to the finals? Uh obviously the Clippers and Phoenix, that series has uh Already started, so just based on what I've seen so far, the Clippers—they may have gave a game away, but it's hard. They had a—they had a 36-hour turnaround. They've been through some grueling playoffs. They had uh, Kawhi. What I'm hearing has a sprained knee, not an ACL tear, tier, but that's not official. Um, he's game to game. He's questionable. I'm hearing he could play game two, but probably won't. Um yeah, I hate when people say that. He could play game two, probably won't, but that's just what it is. He could play. Um, so don't be surprised. Um I mean CP3, I don't know when he's getting back. So it's a really a hard one to call. So with that being said. I mean, Devin Booker, I heard someone say, uh, Stephen A. Smith say, Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. And let me explain what Stephen A. was saying, because people were like, blast for me. Guys like Isaiah, Kyrie, Steph Curry, Iverson to an extent, KD, Elijah Wan, I remember Vinnie Johnson to an extent. I'm trying to dig deep. Mitch Richmond, LeBron sometimes, or well, LeBron when he wants to. Let me not say sometimes. These guys are shot makers. But let's just stick to the Kobe argument. So that would, who would that be? That would be like. Ray Allen, Jordan, and Kobe, right? So Kobe, so we'll go MJ, Kobe, Ray Allen, that's really one and the same with him and Kobe, and Devin Booker, who's the shorter of the guys of those positions. When he says that, he's we're talking about Let me tell you what he's referencing to. And you got to remember, this is Devin Booker's first playoff in uh, playoffs since he's been in NBA. And uh, it's, it's amazing to watch this young kid because Devin Booker is averaging 29 points a game. Shooting 49% from the field, 38% from three, 92% from the free throw line. Six rebounds a game. And that's amazing for a guy in his first playoffs. And he can make any shot on the floor. Anything inside the circle. He can hit three, too. He can hit it a step outside. That's not a strong suit, but if he gets hot, look out. But Devin can make Every shot on the floor. Every spot. That's what Kobe was great at. That's why Kobe was like Larry Bird. Larry Bird's another guy. I always compare Kobe to Larry Bird, even though the comparison doesn't seem like that. But I'm just talking about skills and cerebralness in terms of being able to shoot the left, being able to shoot the right, go over either shoulder. Yes, he got all this from MJ. Kyrie Irving's another one, can shoot every shot. When they get on the court, they can make any shot from anywhere on the floor. And that's what they're saying. That's what they mean when he says he's the next Kobe. Meaning in terms of his, the way he scores the basketball and how hot he can get when he's on his game. And so just know that's what they're referencing to. Not saying that they play similarly, but, you know, Kobe is his mentor. And... um, he looked up to Kobe. And that's the Michael Jordan tree. And that Michael Jordan tree runs deep as, you know, Grant Hill, Ray Allen, Allen Iverson, Kobe, D Westbrook, LeBron. Oh, yeah, LeBron is part of that tree. LeBron's a hybrid between Jordan and Magic, but, and then you got Devin Booker. It's just these guys, you can see they took parts of MJ's game, whether they know it or not know it. I mean, some people took it from Kobe, but Kobe took it from MJ. And they're part of that tree where they're just shot makers. They can make any shot on the court. And that's scary for um, the Clippers because the Clippers have um, had to go through a, a gauntlet, Luca. And they had to go through Donovan Mitchell. Now they got to go through this. Yeah, the Clippers, they want to w- want to win the title. They got to do it the hard way. And I don't know if they have enough. You know, I'm pulling for Kawhi and Paul George. I want to see uh, playoff P get it popping. I told y'all he was going to get out of it. I told y'all he had it. He's not going to have it every game, but Chauncey Billups and those guys, Ty Lu. And I, I would say Chauncey. You can see Chauncey is showing him what he's going to be in the next half of his career. PG is going to be a point guard. He's going to be a hybrid one, two, three, and maybe a four. And PG's playing a point guard pretty solidly. And with Reggie Jackson, I mean, this is a hard series for me to pick. Because I just don't know if is coming back, and I don't know when Chris Paul is getting back. I I project that this series, in my estimation, will be come down to adjustments, and I'm gonna put a put some bell money on this for myself if Kawhi doesn't come back and Chris Paul comes back by game three. Phoenix will win this series in six. But if Kawhi comes back, I can see Phoenix winning this series in seven. And we're going to have a Milwaukee Phoenix finals. Um, and, uh, you know, I got, I know that's easy, You call them both games in seven. That's just what I see. Um, these playoffs have been very highly, hotly contested. The parody is uh, pretty close with all the remaining teams. I mean, the, the last four teams could have won the title. So, well, Philly couldn't because ben, ben Simmons don't want to shoot. But um, that's my prediction. And, uh, you know, we'll just see what happens. We'll tap back in on Friday. I give you some uh, jewels, and uh, I'm glad we got a night off. I'm about to take me an edible and go to bed. But yo, what's causing all this? Yo, y'all be safe out there, and uh, salute y'all. Y'all enjoy y'all week. Signing out for the culture.